Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Pen Pals, it's me. This is the 27th of April when you would be hearing this possibly for the first time. Anyway, if you missed it, I announced this two days ago. I have cookies. Yeah, Three Best Bakery and I have partnered together to do something very special. Very special. My family has a cookie recipe. It's been passed down for multiple generations. There isn't even measurements for some of the things. But uh, my mother with the help of her, the most help from her, worked with Suzanne, Suze, if you know her and you're friendly, at Three Best Bakery, and we have brought my family's recipe to Three Best Bakery, and now you guys can enjoy the cookies that I've been enjoying my entire life in Rochelle, Illinois. They're called Hub City Cookies because, of course, they are. If you go to threebestbakery.com right now, you can buy great little stackable cookies. You can buy the uh, Mother's Day cookies. Those go on sale today, the 27th, and she has like four or five different designs. One of them is made with the Hub City cookie recipe, so you can buy those if you want, or we have actual Hub City themed design cookies like a DVK cookie, a Hub City logo, and you can get them all at threebestbakery.com. Now, quantities are limited, so it's going to sell out, and that's why I made sure I told you all of this before the show. I couldn't be more excited to do this. If you come see me live, there's a chance you'll be able to buy cookies in person, but don't wait for that because if they're all sold out, they're all sold out. This is a big deal for me. I hope and I actually know that you're going to love these cookies as much as my entire family does. And a little bit of Rochelle can come to wherever you are and the Van Kirk family too. All right, dig it. Threebestbakery.com. Let's go to the show. If you want to be my friend, come on. you had better go and get a pen. Maybe we can keep in touch like I did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. That was great at the end. <laughs> I know the terms. I Harmonizing. wondered when you were going to really like come that? in and you saved it. Yeah. You waited. You waited. Uh, 
That's the moment uh, right there that all of our guests then recalculate if they, they were like, wait, why did I say yes to this <laughs> podcast? They just put me on the spot I right out of the gate. I love the ring light. That's what oh. I'm all about. The and ring the yeah, ring we got here. these lights up. The beauty light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is this is what we've worked three and a half years for. These ring lights. They're uh, not these cheap. These cameras. Oh, actually, yeah. are they this cheap? pen pal sign. <laughs> Um, this is the first. I know that Look. someone is seeing this. Perhaps when is what we did maybe. it. Maybe, but this is these have finally been put up. We're a real show. show. We're a real fucking show. Yeah. legitimate. And guys. people We're need trying. to know that. Yeah, people need to fucking know it's that. Huge. Rose, yeah. how huge. are you? Buddy, well, I've had a bit of a crazy morning. You have. Um, crazy we've morning. been uh, <laughs> we've been through it. Like we don't need to go through it again. But sure. I'm here. And I I'm know. So happy to see you. And to I didn't see know you. what a trestle was. You wrote that, and then yeah. Chad had to tell us what a trestle. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. Really, like, what's a trestle? And he was like, "Well, it's a thing that goes over a thing." And yeah. we're like, yeah. I still don't know. Yeah, it's it was so pretty, this beautiful bougainvillea, and then with the Is rain. Is it going to be here, saved? Um, no. Oof. Yeah, that's the real tragedy. I had to take it, they to chop it all down, but it was very dramatic. It took like a backflip, flip off the uh, top of the. Rory gate. and I were talking this morning about uh, his acting. And I made fun of him because I go, Roy, that scene that I was in in physical where you were doing great background work was <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what I told him. I go, people see that and they go, what's the story back there? You, but here, at what's point, he doing? Rose and I are there? doing a scene. And at one point, because I get to like peel off after yeah. you are like, get away from me. And uh, I get to peel off and I look and you are having some full on past hors d'oeuvre <laughs> interaction with a person. Oh, yeah. You've got a whole story going on back God, there. That's what Dude. I want. I want people going, I don't want it just the foreground. No. I want to know what is happening There's in the background. Diff- Who are those people? What are their struggles? What is their story yeah. to tell? It's being specific. It's yeah. called a specific, mm-hmm. being, making specific choices. That's exactly Not ge- right. Uh, gen- you know, being general is the And enemy I verbalize it. You guys yes. are doing your scene, and I go, I will have an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> um, mm. You're both Still wonderful. stealing the show. You're both wonderful. You're one of my cool. favorite moments in season one is when you get home after he ditches you at the party, <laughs> and you are mad oh, at him. Oh, yeah. That's and good... you give him, like, a real throwing. And, Rory, and I knew it when I watched it, and I said it to him later. I go, that wasn't scripted. When he goes, you are really strong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he, was like, he goes, yeah, Rose brought it. She was pissed. Yeah, she was pissed. That was um, a big moment. For our guests who, we we say this all the time because we forget to introduce our guests, but they click, <laughs> they they click on the episode right, it and it will say name. Pin Pals with Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne <laughs> is here today. If you're watching on a Friday, you're now seeing that she's sitting right here. And if you're listening on a Wednesday, you're listening to her. But Daniel's talking about Physical, which is on Apple TV+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Uh, which stars the wonderful Rose Byrne and Rory Scovel. I'm in. I'm in a little bit of it. And you know, I'm funny. In a little special bit guest next season. Danny, right here. Yeah. Right? Yes. Her last name Ruben. <gasps> so what? It, and it took us oh, way too long to what? figure that. It out. It actually oh, took nice. us until. Uh, <laughs> It took Listen, Annie. It took Annie doing the show for her to go. Wait, Danny. Wait, Ruben. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I didn't even put that together. <laughs> <laughs> Well, isn't that lovely? Is I that, that's that's good luck. I, hope. I guess or yeah, it's some a fun little ser- omen, a little of the yeah. universe yeah. bringing everything together. I love um, that. Daniel, should we do it? Let's just do it. Let's go to the letters. Dear Rory and Daniel, you can read along if you want, Rose. I'll hold it. For Dear Rory and Daniel, ugh, perfect start. Well, you know it's wrong. 
I am a mere three weeks into my potentially four-year journey where I'm literally walking all the way around Australia. Topical. (laughs) I am currently sitting under the shade of a gum tree next to a quiet road, and I have another 14 kilometers to walk today. It can be tough sometimes, but most of the time is the most wonderful thing I've ever done. Meeting all the amazing people along the way has been fantastic. I'm also trying to live without money. I haven't spent any yet, nor do I have any to spend, so that works out. But my phone bill is coming up, so I need to get a day's work to cover that soon. The reason I'm writing is because I've never been a very sentimental person, and I have traveled a lot and said goodbye to a lot of great friends who I have never seen since without much concern. But there's a big hole in my heart right now, a dear friend who the mere thought of not being around brings me to tears, my ex-partner's dog. Her name is Millie, and she's the greatest, most annoying, misbehaving, and loving dog I've ever come across. I'm crying right now just writing that sentence. Normally, when you miss a friend, you can call or write to them, but what do you do when that isn't an option? I wish you well, your pen pal, Max. P.S. The dog is alive and well and happy and healthy. I'm just being a bit of a sook. Don't know if you have that. Is that Rose? Rose? Sook? Rose? Don't know if you have that word in America. It means sad sack. P.P.S. You don't have to plug me on the show, nor would I expect you to, but if you personally would like to follow my journey, you can do that on Instagram. And we'll cut it off right there. At at Amateur Tramp. A-M-A-T-E-U-R-T-R-A-M. And we went and looked. That first pick, his first pick right now, or like the most recent pick, is a beautiful shot of looking up at trees. trees. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. So we've Um, we've, we've verified. Sook. That's a legitimate. Sook, is that true? A sook. Sad sack? Mm, Yeah. Sad sack. That's a perfect translation. Yeah, sook. First thought? Super dangerous, right? <laughs> I know, right? And I know that's also a hack thing to say about Australia. Like, oh, the, so many things can kill you. Like, have you been to America? We got plenty but of Austra- ways to kill you, Have you, you ever too. been on at Instagram and looked at the spiders in Australia? I know, Don't but they I'm fly? Saying, okay, yeah. so I mean, that's what I'm saying. I know it's <laughs> yeah, hack. It's so calmly. She's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I know it's hack, but I'm asking genuinely. That's very dangerous, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't it dangerous to walk across I any country? I whether have a daydream it's... where I leave my place in LA and oh. just see if I can walk home to Rochelle, Illinois. Really? Yeah, I just, like, could I get there? Well, like, who would I meet? It's also yeah. a very, like, straight white male privilege thing. How are like, you charging your phone? Find, <laughs> right? huh? How are you charging your phone as you go? Would yeah. I even take it? Oh my but God, how, how would you, would you know? know? Map where to go. You can't go walk on a, a highway. Map. Once bring I get to the map. 10, I just stay on the 10. You yeah. can't <laughs> walk on the 10? You? Why couldn't you walk on the 10? You're gonna get hit by a car. I mean, that's part of the danger, baby. And arrested. Oh, you Where are right. You You're right. It but is, is it? Dangerous. It's Rambo. All of a sudden, you just start saying the plot from Rambo to me. You're like, and the sheriff who doesn't want you. Then in you're up in the woods for no reason. And you didn't start with him. They started with you. But that's not a pretty walk. The ten. No, you're right. That's a grim be. walk. Oh, that's I, like I'm if you're not going to go over the Rockies. <laughs> well, if you're going to walk, take the the pretty. The you pretty, can't. Pretty you route. Can't, I can't. I don't think there is a pretty route. Well, there is. It's just you're going over the Rocky. You have to go through basically like Denver, Colorado. When you're, that's a very pretty drive, but I couldn't walk that. Could I? I mean, that's... I don't know. So this walk around Australia, are you picturing, like... How long is that going to take? Is it on Three the years? beach the whole time? Well, Those that's calves. what I'm wondering, if he's, got, he if he's going it? on the coast or if he's going inland. And that's far more kind of treacherous inland right? in a way. Well, yeah, because it's just desert and it's pretty... Forgive me for pretty, this. Top um, half of Australia is, like, really, like, you're just in no man's land, right? Yeah, well, in the middle, <laughs> I too. Say, yeah. 80% of the population is on the coast. Right. Yeah, because right. it's 
Right. So that's yeah, why I worry unhabitable. when like, well, what if you haven't, you're like, oh, I got to pay that bill. And it's like, well, what about when it's been two weeks since you've been to a place where you could even yeah. get service, let alone pay, pay a, bill. a bill. But isn't yeah. there something kind of like, I don't know if the word unrealistic makes sense, but then there's something kind of romantic about being like, yeah, I just got to find a day's work so I can pay yes. my bill. Yeah, there is How do you do that? I'll pick up a bit of work <laughs> yeah. here or there. I'll just stop yeah. at a farm and offer yeah. my services. That is yeah. a, I mean, Also, what is a phone bill? <laughs> You're going to make bucks? 70 bucks in a day? Is, get he, out of is, town. is he at an internet cafe? How did, did we get this letter? <laughs> How did we get this? We, we're How not getting, we're not getting scammed, right? Th- the back of the letter makes me feel like we're not getting I don't think scammed. we're getting scammed because this is so wildly creative. And also there's pictures on Instagram. Yeah, you're right, you're right, right. We know. But he's walking across Australia yeah. and that and it, it's a four three weeks. Let's talk about this. When does he give up? When <laughs> when does he call it quits? You know when? And three I, weeks and into I'm a four years four years of your life walking. He's gonna give up when he's like, you know, I found I'm fulfilled. I found my I found reasoning. That, yeah. Like, oh, I, you know, I. Yeah. It's like all those like that show alone that, that we have you ever seen alone? Oh, I've heard of it. Okay, yeah, yeah they go out yeah. there and you're by yeah. yourself. Yes, and how long can yeah, you make yeah, it? yeah. All the ones that leave, they go. You know what? I came out here I thinking I wanted a million dollars, but I really found something more yeah. in this yeah. time and what's important to me back home. So yeah. he'll walk for as long as that, or he'll do the whole thing. But either way, he's gonna feel good when he ends it, no matter when it is. Let's make uh, a prediction. The Let's the make dog really bad. gets caught up on the dog well we'll get to that part <laughs> let's make a prediction <laughs> well i want to make a prediction real quick do we think in this four-year journey however sure. long and i i want you to write us back uh max, max does he find his like dog life partner does he is it like a movie where mm. he set he walks into a cafe and his whole four-year journey takes this other turn. Yeah, he'd have to quit, right? Because the waitress is a little sassy, and he <laughs> likes it, and he's like, oh, who, who is this? She's but like, I'm, walking? You're walking? Well, maybe so. Not tonight. You're staying at my place. And then, right. Well, that's the thing. He'll he have to where quit, because he, he'd have to quit, because otherwise he's on to the next town, right? Yeah. You also would love this, wouldn't you? Sort to of tune a Doc Hollywood up? kind of vibe. What's up? Turn everything off and just go out for a while. And, I see uh, you doing that. I would love it. Right? I'm not, I don't yeah. know if I'm capable, but I really would love to do it. I have a friend who's doing the Pacific Coast Trail right now. What is that? Hiking it? Yep, hiking it. She started at the right at the border of Mexico, and she's yeah. hiking all the way no. up. No. Mm-hmm. For yeah. a cause? Or to for Alaska? No, for all the way to Alaska. Reasons. I mean, not mentioned. Yeah, for sure, but, yes. You know, to, yeah. like, th- th- to there just is a spiritual get a step, fulfillment. step out of the rat race and, Hi- and okay. with her husband. With her They're husband. doing it together. Oh, yeah. my God, doing I it love for, that. For four weeks. Are you able, yeah. as a friend, are, are you able in any way to keep track? Like, that's my other thing. Like, mm. you do whatever you want, but, like, somebody wants to know. You have You're to check in. Yes. She does email. Like, they go to the little towns, and they'll peel off and go in and have a shower every four days or something yeah. and then they recharge for they don't shower day. in the ocean no missed I, opportunity missed opportunity she probably would. The maybe salt she water. is i was more concerned about her hat i was like if you got a hat have, you know so what important. i'm you yes. know hat, yes. sunscreen yes you got your long check sleeves those moles. you gotta check those moles yeah. she's got a couple of moles <laughs> yeah you gotta get those looked at so yeah. there's every four days, dermatologist, get a shower. <laughs> They're doing it. You know, no, yeah. And then Rose, you're like, you know what? You every six easier, days. Rent a car. You're yeah. going to want a car. It's gonna, You'll be able to get to the charging stations and the cafes. Every and six so days, Michelin star restaurant. Like, wait, I don't feel, it doesn't feel like yeah. you're roughing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that you've got yeah. the car, you need to park it. So just go to a hotel. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Just yeah. get a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my favorite hotels. Um, 
What are your thoughts on this this concept of missing like missing a dog because so you can't connect? Yeah. Like right now, you miss someone, you could just text them, or you could call them, or you could do something. Yeah. But when it's like the love you feel with an animal, you have no choice but presence. You have to be there. Well, this yeah. is my thing, though. Yeah. Okay. So here's my thing. When you reach out to a person that you haven't seen in a long time or you miss, right? I have a buddy who recently moved, and as I was driving in, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to text and be like, miss you, man. Hope you're great, right? I'm doing that. Yes, it's an expression of me, but I'm also wanting them to feel like, oh, like that was nice. Like I want them to have that same sort of, yes. Yeah, you're being thought about. If you know that that dog loves certain types of toys or a chew bone or something like that, send it to the dog. And provided it from your ex-partner gives it to them, you will know you that you gave some that same sort of joy or happiness to that animal that you missed. And that, at least on some level, should make you feel better. Just like I would feel better when my buddy Josh sees a text from me and goes, wow, Daniel thought of me? Like, that's uh, I miss that guy too. You know now, what I think you do. The communication's different, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you are knowing, like... I, I sent a, a wind column for that dog that day. Like mm. a, a what? A W a, in the wind, <laughs> wind column. column. What's a, a check, wind column? A little check in the wind column. Oh, like, I thought uh, that was the name of the toy. No, wind columns are great dog toys. Yes, that I that's what own I thought you meant the copyright too. of because <laughs> I created it. Good eye uh, contact. I like thanks, that. Yo, yeah, yeah, I'll barrel. Barrel. <laughs> I'll barrel. I'll barrel. Um, I'm not convinced the dog's not tied to the expat and a way you, to keep in touch. That's a but. Um, you know, uh, I'm sorry to throw that out but, there, but I think that, that I, I think, Max, you know. Max, what I are you plotting it's here? It's like you have to grieve the dog like you grieved the relationship. You have to let it go? You have, you to, have to let ties. it go. Interesting. Because I think I had a friend who was going through the same thing. She was hung up about the dog because her marriage had ended. And I was like, you got to let go of the You sort dog. of don't have like, a choice, do you? You have to grieve that relationship too, yeah. you know. And, and yeah. the great thing about a dog That's is it. you know it's happy. And if it's a cat, yes. you know it doesn't care. You know, Can I ask you? care less. Cats are like, great. Oh, you're leaving? Great. Yeah, um, yeah, let yeah. me ask you this. What if it's a dog that you have acquired with your partner during the relationship and you make the choice like, all right, the dog's going to go with you. I'm mm-hmm. going my separate ways. Mm-hmm. Is there a thing where you go, you, you don't grieve that relationship, but you go, all right, how do we share oh, the dog? Happens. Almost that like ha- a we child know, we all know that well, That's what my that friend happens. tried to do and it became too much. Because like she couldn't move on from the marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ending. Okay. Because the dog was still this thing that was going back and forth. And it's like, enough. Right. Enough. I was like, enough with the dog. Right. You have to grieve the dog. You've got to move on. This is yeah. The dog sound... is holding you back. Right. Like the dog's holding you back. It's going to sound like a joke or a big flippant, but I'm not. Because if it was a chi- a real child, of course, you would yeah. have to figure move this on. out. You, move on. But it is a dog. And I'm not them. doubting how much Leave she them. loves it. But me you, either. At some point me you either. But yeah, it became more about, yeah, it was like, you have to, you can't move Move on but I feel like that. the vibe so, here is that it was his partner's dog. He just really misses that's it. That's what the vibe I felt too. And yeah, that's I know, and it breaks my too. it yeah. breaks my heart because I think you're right. I don't think you do. I think you do yourself a disservice and your ex partner a disservice of accepting the finality of that relationship when you go ah, but I want to come over and hang out with the dog. It's almost mm-hmm. like I don't know that you can. No, and I guess but to answer your question, what do you do when that is an option? He misses it. He just says he misses. You know, normally when you, I think he, what he was saying is he really misses the dog. Um, he would love to. But be when on you usually, I think he was saying time. usually when you miss a friend, you can call or write them. But what do you do when that isn't an option, like with a dog, when you can't do that? I was going to throw out this. That's why I was saying mm. send a toy. If you are going to send a toy, idea. if you are going to do that, 
What if you cut off a little piece of your shirt that smells like you, put it in with the thing, oh envelopes, no. and let me finish, no. let me finish, let me finish, no. let me finish. <laughs> then you mail that. You, I didn't need to finish. You knew her. <laughs> <laughs> then you send that. What? What? Well, I do think. And the dog smells say, you like. I thought you were going to say cut off like your hair or something and send it to the that dog. That also works. But Whatever the dog can smell to go, I, oh. Do you think the dog goes, oh, I guess he got me this gift. I guess Max is throwing me this gift. I mean, the dog would know. smell you. I'm such you. a bitch. I'm just like, you got to get over it, man. <laughs> well, Rose, can I say if well, so he, mean. well, he is I'm walking so across a country, a yeah. continent, yeah. for yeah. four years. Four years. Four years. Four years. So what a what an experiment with mm-hmm. no money. But yeah, that's a big part of the experiment. I too, think I know right? why yeah. they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> Rose, can we agree on this? Can we agree on this, though? Max, Rose? I'm joking. You're walking, listening to this on ear, sure. air, air pads. Air, 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 also, save your battery. Save your battery. There was an incredible woman who, who walked across Australia with, um, with uh, like cut, camels. Cut through? Yeah, cut uh, right across. She walked across Australia with camels. And the same sort of thing. She packed up everything and she would get work along the way at certain farms and stuff, but she walked across. Blanking on her name. Reese Witherspoon. Mia Vashikowska played her in the movie, and she, yeah, just this incredible woman who did that. Really? Yep, she did. Can we agree, Back in though, the 70s, that if you a do, woman, pretty tough, well, with camels. Yeah, I'm sure she had help. Well, they were camels. <laughs> that was probably male, cam- male camels. camels male camels. She needed male camels. Well, the to male help her camels out. were there to help <laughs> and explain things. Um, <laughs> can I just say, when you said camels, all I thought about was how much water they require. I was like, how do you do that? <laughs> she's thirsty, but she's like, these things got to yeah. eat a car's worth. Right, I yeah. have to get this out. Can we agree mm. that if you send a toy to a former lover, former partner's pet, there, you, there's no note. There's nothing other than like, for, for, for Wrigley, uh, hope you're well. But you don't <laughs> use that as an avenue to being like, well, then, out the, here then thinking you just, about... Then you just, it's right. about the person. So it needs to yeah, be so... Like, if you do go down that road, it needs to be very... Yes. Or you do Clearly you want them to read and you're like, hey, just want to send to this toy. I think about you all the time. I think I left on bad terms. I really wish we could patch things up and talk. And the person's reading, you're like, and this is for the dog? This letter is for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we had something special that a lot of people don't get. I remember the way you It's like sort of a once-in-a-lifetime relationship. Yeah. Anyways, this is for the dog. <laughs> you just keep asserting that. <laughs> I swear to God, this is not about us. This is for the dog. Please Nothing read to this. Do with what happened. Please read this to the Max, dog. Max, if you do it, my suggestion is do send a note and, and let's say the dog is Wrigley, as so many dogs. It's Millie. The, the dog is Millie. Oh, Millie, the right? Millie. And uh, you go uh, for Millie. Uh, hope hope she or he enjoys yeah. it. And hope that's you haven't moved signed, on. Blah, blah, blah. There's no hope you're doing. Hope you well. do you even anyone. need the note. If you're sending a dog toy, isn't it pretty obvious who it's for? Yeah, but he well, who where'd it come from? He could sign his name on the back. Oh no, like, I forgot he's know. got his DNA hidden inside the toy. But do but do imagine the ex partner opening it. It's clearly a dog toy. They're like, what? What do I do with that? <laughs> <laughs> I supposed to do with it? This bone sucks. This is, what is this supposed to be? Oh, oh my god, this is from Millie. I'm so dumb. This is for Millie. So maybe just for Millie. Dear Millie, I hope you're not dating anyone new. <laughs> That's weird. It's a weird. It's <laughs> a weird direction to go with it. <laughs> also, yeah, I don't. I don't. I. What I, a dog, huh? Rory and I are about to take survival courses together. You are like an excursion. Like you go out for a few nights, and then they show you. How That's to awesome. Go live in yeah, nature. Yeah. Like you're gonna like just 
you know, pack a tent or something. I, I have no so. idea. Maybe I think so. Or they teach us how to build we just shelter. Fight to the death out there. <laughs> yeah. the where? Odds. Where? Where do you go? Well, I don't even I don't know. know. He got it for me for my Could birthday. Be <laughs> to the Grove. We're to going the to grove. the Grove. You go to the Grove. You go to the Grove. There's a green right there. You go to the chocolatier, then you go to the movie. Could you imagine how long before they the kick Apple you out? Store. Before they kick you out, if you go to the Grove, set up a tent, you got oh like a burner very going quickly. and a hot plate. Very quickly. Yeah. Oh my I think very God. quickly. The Grove does not mess around. Very quickly. But the, we, grove? the Grove Caruso, does not. Caruso, he's yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, they're not he's there. He's right to... there. This yeah, ain't, they're, they're, they're the whole time to play. The whole time they're like, this isn't the Americana. Yeah. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. You, you want to do that at the Americana? You're now. welcome to it. Yeah. You're welcome this to it. This is West Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. We keep it clean. This is the Grove. Do you know what that is right there? That's yeah. CBS. Yeah. Right, right there. there. Right there. And that's where you're doing this? In that James shower? Gordon. James Gordon is right, right over there. there. Right there. And you're putting yes. a tent in the Grove. You yeah. hear that? That's Bill Moore being problematic right now. That's an Urban Outfitters. That is in Urban Outfitters right there. <laughs> Have you seen the fountain? Have you seen what the fountain does? Have you seen it at 5 p.m.? Oh, I Have bet you, you don't it? even Have you seen listen. The joy it's it a little Bellagio. It's a little, little Bellagio. Bellagio. A little Bellagio. <laughs> um, Max, I got to say, uh, I don't know if we were so helpful for your feelings, but I think we gave you a hard truth. And I think that oh, hard yeah. said, and I, I, I also think we said, did give I also said, truth. I feel like he heard both sides of the coins. And I think you need both sides because you are, you have headphones and you're walking for four years. Please be safe. Please you're on be week safe. three. Get Here's some hat. things we want to throw at you. Be safe. Get a hat. Fucking get, get a, a hat. Good hat. A Hydrate. Hat. Sunscreen. Yeah. Good footwear. Yeah. I'm sure you covered all this. Hydrolytes. Yeah. He, Hydrolytes. Yes. Hydrolytes. Yeah. Whatever those are. That's probably another Australian term. <laughs> Hydrolytes. Um, but I think emotionally, I think I think Rose makes a big point here. You will have to work away from that dog, or it's gonna. Sometimes you hold on to those things. It, it destroys anyway. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. by week seven. <laughs> You're not even gonna remember that dog. That's not You'll true. have met so many new Rose. dogs. Rose <laughs> says the guy who just told a very teary story about his first dog that they had to give oh, to another family oh, yeah. years ago. Oh, Forgot about years that. ago. <laughs> we did oh, years ago. Listen, I don't. It's, I think um, about it all and the he's time. also currently but obsessed with it. Because it was and you're emotional also currently for obsessed with your dog, yeah. and your dog's obsessed with you. People are so our emotional, but I shouldn't be so cold. But I just think it is what it is. Like he has to grieve it, and it's really sad. But thank God he had the time on his hands to Like you were saying, this dog came into your life. Because your life was working with that person, yep. your life is no longer working with that person, so the dog isn't in your life. Yep. It is. Yeah. A, I understand a conversation, and if it can work, and everybody moves on and they're happy because relationships and love is on a spectrum. That if you got a pet together and you somehow can figure out to make that work, and you are both legitimately moving on, great. Yeah. But it's certainly, in most scenarios, it's like, well, that animal was in your life because they were in your life, yeah. and they're not in your life, so neither is the animal. Yeah. It's really sad. And don't and don't. Don't and carry well, also, love. You loved it for a while. Yeah, also, and it just in your life. Yes. You also, just to close on this, Max is not saying, how do I maintain that relationship? No. He's just it's asking, not, what do you do when you miss? Pet, when you miss? But how do you do when how you can't do? communicate with something yes. And I gave yeah. that nice yeah. answer, yeah. and Rose was mean. And I think Daniel mean. gave a right <laughs> answer, <laughs> and then mean. Rose was mean, and we thought Rose was mean about it. But also, we're dead inside, guys. You know that, Rory. Neither one of us are When that trestle broke, you changed. You changed. You were that trestle. You've changed. You've fallen over. The, the hard rain is going to fall. Rain, the rain fell hard down rain on my trestle. Rose down. Takes her down. And the trestle, just um, like my soul, Max, <laughs> stay safe out there. And yeah. uh, thank you so much for writing us. And please, you have four years. Uh, that means you're going to be walking longer than this p podcast has been currently going. Yeah. So uh, hit us back. Give us updates. Let us know where you're at. 
Let us know how much you've changed. Let us know what you've learned. Uh, but we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk, and... and- Pen Pals, I talked about this at the beginning of the episode, so you're going to hear it again. Why? Because it's worth it. I have my own cookies, Hub City Cookies. I've partnered with Three Best Bakery to sell my family's cookies and bring them to as many other people who want to enjoy them as much as I do. When I say my family's recipe, I mean that. These are the cookies I've had my entire life, whether it's Christmas or Valentine's Day or just any time that Diane wanted to make me feel special. This recipe has been passed down through my great, great aunt and maybe even farther. I'm not sure, but if you could see the recipe card with no measurements written down, you would know that it's been around for a very, very long time. And I'm so grateful to partner with Sue's at Three Best bakery to be able to bring these cookies to anyone that loves probably the best cookie you'll ever have i said it why because i believe it there are stacks of cookies you can get there is a variation of one of her mother's day designs that you can order and then there also are hub city specifically designed cookies so go to threebestbakery.com get these cookies before they sell out because i really think they're going to They're going to be some of the best cookies you've ever had. And I just feel lucky. I remember being a kid and always saying to myself, man, I wish we could like give these cookies to other people. And thankfully to pen pals and pennies and palers and specifically my and your pen pal, Suze, I'm getting to do just that. So go to threebestbakery.com and get some Hub City cookies right now. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scovel here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters. So we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them. We read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that's that it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon dot com slash pen pals and we are back you are listening to pen pal or you're watching it yeah you're listening to if this is wednesday and you don't know this yet on friday we drop the videos yeah. of these podcasts like and, and subscribe then you can see us you can see us talk about these things hey uh, if you also not just want to see us, you want to talk to us, thepenpalspod at gmail.com. That's right. And you can do us some snail mail, care of the Pen Pals Podcast, 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number 121, Los, Los Angeles, Angeles, California, California 90027. Rose has written in anonymously. <laughs> We're never going to tell you what her letter was. Too much. Um, do you have any plugs? Do you guys have any plugs? I, uh, I'll plug something. I'll yeah. definitely plug something. I, uh, I, I don't like what some do you have? free. I don't know that I have anything. I don't, I, uh, physical, I think season two will come out in June. June, early I think June. June. Right. Apple TV. Apple TV Plus. Plus. But if you are like, well, it's season two, but I haven't seen season one, it's currently available yeah. on Apple TV Apple Plus. Apple TV Plus. Uh, um, the, the, somewhere between the 18th and the 21st, we are set to do a live pen pals in Houston, Texas. That is correct. Oh, at the Come and fun. Take It Comedy Festival. Rory is headlining that festival. Of May. I'm headlining that of festival. Of May. Of May, yes. Of okay. May. Go to, I think, comeandtakeitcomedy.com or danielvankirk.com, or you can go to RoryScoble.com, but there's nothing no, you there. Can't. There's no, no reason to do that. But also, you could go to Moon Tower yes. late April. We're well, going to be doing be a live pen pals there. This should be after that. This is after that? Yeah. I don't know. When is what? Who, when is what? Hey, <laughs> for everybody who came out in Austin for Moon Tower, fucking awesome. Sorry about awesome the line, but it was worth it. 
Um, sorry about the line, and sorry that the meet and greet that we yelled at that person. Also, I'm going to be in Asheville, Atlanta, and Savannah the weekend after this drops. If you're if you're lined up, your one is what timing? Go to DanielVanKirk.com, and then the next week I'm going to be in San Antonio, New Orleans, wow. and Christ. in Mobile, Alabama. So go to DanielVanKirk.com. Not for shows or anything. He's what? just he's just doing his own there. journey. Yeah, he's doing yeah, his own journey. He's yeah, looking for sad dogs. Uh, no, you gonna get another booster? Yeah, of course. <laughs> It's the uh, I'm getting two. Get I just a, lie yeah, all the time. I go once a week booster. and get a booster. Yeah, just get another um, maybe another half a boost. It's the together again tour. So. Give me a half boost. Just yeah. a half cup. Right. Top me off a little bit. Just a little nightcap. A little nightcap boost. Give me a teaspoon. You're Rory five shots over there. I'm Rory five shots. I've had three total shots, J and J. Yeah. And then I did. I, I started over. And started then I did fresh? Moderna. Yeah. Right. I didn't even do a booster. I said, well, I you don't, don't need, need one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start over. Yeah, you're, you're good. And they go, what would you have the yeah. first time? I go, J&J. They go, you haven't started yet. This is your first start. <laughs> Rose, have they given you guys a premiere date for season two yet? They just said early June. Early so June. That's the that's pretty soon. Okay. Yeah. we just. I feel like we finished five minutes ago. It does oh, feel like that. It does feel like that. <laughs> it does. And I, unless I get cut out, we, we're episode one together. You, I, like, first well, I know. Well, from what I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. What? From what I know, yeah. I did? What? I got no. cut out? <laughs> he's, Joe, he's being mean. He's being so mean. Yeah, he's being I like, know. how could you be I cut out? You're not. There's no posters. One told me if you There's be. posters. This would be <sighs> the funniest way to find out. You guys get real quiet. There, yeah, you, unless I got cut out, we're like. You did a really good performance then. I thought you knew something I didn't know. We mean, you're, right? he's, doing, like, he's doing cuts with Annie. There are late <laughs> at night. Just late at night. He's like, here's what I think we can lose. And that's Daniel. the only time I'm Daniel. smoking cigarettes. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, go, he goes, he goes. Um, uh, uh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. I don't know. There's posters of your character. Oh, Meaning, right. Daniel's yeah, gonna yeah, have Daniel's gonna have new actually. merch, right? He's gonna have new food, merch when he food, goes over. Dehydrate. And uh, you would be the most expensive cut from the show because we're like, God, we made all this props. We made all these posters. There's a cardboard there's cutout. Much. Rory texted me, and he goes, "You will never know the joy it gives me that you have to wear so much brown in the <laughs> show because I have a thing where I don't think men should wear brown at night. Why? I think it looks horrible." Why? I, I just think a man in brown at night is like at night. Why specifically at night? Because day is fine. Okay. This is okay. wedding. Okay. This started okay. a whole okay. thing. Okay. This started a whole thing during the brown. pandemic. Yeah, but it's daytime. It's yeah, daytime. yeah, yeah. I, I dress it. my little boys in brown a lot at night. Well, they're at school today. You know, three piece you know, suits. And he was in a little they wear three piece suits. Ten yeah, kind of brown cute. khaki. Think about a guy in a brown suit at night. It doesn't. You know what? Bobby wore one once, and he still regrets it. Oh Sorry, I shouldn't say that because of the design. But anyway, he, he just thought he didn't look great. He was like, this one is of, not a good thing. One of. What a great moment. I would stare so. <laughs> to <laughs> prove his point to him. Yeah, he, it's he, actually true. Yeah, he, he is like a big a, event. He and... knows fashion. He knows, <laughs> he knows how to fashion. look good. He cares about how he looks fashion all maven. the time. Maven. He's done modeling Maverick. shoots. Where even though he wasn't the, the model, he was in the face. shoot. He's the face but he's of a kid. flagship. Yes. He's the face of kids. He's a flagship so Rory, of fashion. You go get somebody now on your side. Because I got Bobby on mine. I'm not arguing brown at night. Yes, you are. We first you were like, I hope ridiculous. we do a premiere red carpet. I'm gonna wear the brownest suit. Ugh. You'll probably look great. And people, really, and people are like, why are you wearing that? I'm like, for spite, and it's exactly, not comfortable, and I don't exactly. like it, and I already feel Bobby's regret. Tell Bobby, <laughs> tell Bobby, thank you so much for that. Well, I can look a little fecal too. Uh, okay, here we go. Ready? Here we go. Dear Rory and Daniel, that's correct. Why get that it wrong? is correct. Why do that's that? That's correct. I'm writing this letter because there is something I need to get off my chest, and would love to hear your advice. It's complicated, but I'll try to keep it short. 
I'm the youngest child of four sisters, and my parents have been married for 40-plus years. I love them both, but now that I'm an adult, I recognize that my dad was, pretty, was a pretty awful parent. My parents are super traditional, so my mom was a stay-at-home mom while my dad worked pretty much 24-7, and he believes that those are the roles that men and women should have. I think this mainly comes from the fact that he grew up in a culture that is very sexist, but he has lived in the U.S. for most of his life now. Aside from the fact that he basically didn't act as a parent for my sisters and I, I the, the constant sexist comments he makes, including in front of my young nieces, and the fact that neither of my parents ever saw it as their job to prepare me for a career because I would inevitably get married, have and oh, 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 sorry, let me take that again. The fact that my parents never saw it as their job to prepare me for a career because I would inevitably get married, they, that has built up a lot of anger and resentment in me over time. Because of this, I have always been extremely feminist. I have a job that I like and a husband who supports me in, every, in everything, which is such a blessing. But when I find myself thinking about how I was raised, I still get angry. Do you have any advice for letting go of anger about how you grew up or maintaining a relationship with a parent who is so different from you? Love the show, Laura. I don't know if they love it because of how they started wrong, but... No, I think they really love it. Well, they know how to respect it properly. So uh, they're like, well, Rory. Yeah, know, but if, you were, if, you're, if you're a pal or you, you go You know you. that it's Rory. So. <laughs> okay. So how interesting, because I didn't oh. think about this at all. You Even in the first letter, you were like, you got to let go. Yeah. What about when it's like anger? So this person, yeah. the first one was like, I got to let go of my... The dog, yes. yeah. This is really that, kind of heavy. What it age? Is a little, yeah. This one's heavy. We get, them all, we get them all the realms. Yeah. What age do you think heavy. these parents are? If they've been together for 40 plus years, do you think Laura's writing Let's us say on as average, like she's our 25? age? You think she's 25? I was going to say 25. So you're talking about the parents are in their like 60s? No, because they would have they they let's they got married 40 years ago, they had kids maybe around 25 and she's Sounds like well, the parent the dad is from somewhere another country but lived in the Yeah, US. yeah but if, they're, of his if they've been together so 40 plus years, they met when they were 20, they might be 60. 60. Okay. And so this kid's probably 40. 35 or 40. So the parents okay. are young. I, I mean, they're relatively young. I, here's I'm just what not I think. realizing well, how bad I, I did that math. What do you think is the generation... <laughs> I didn't even try. Okay. What Good. do you think is the generation... Yeah, crunch those numbers. <laughs> the generation or the age where right now you would go... Like if someone goes, well, I, I believe traditionally that the woman stays at home and the man goes to work. Yeah. There is a generation that is still alive now. Right. And I want to say probably 70s or 80s sure. where you would look at them and you would almost excuse the fact that they think that because you go, that was your reality and you're not in tune. And you don't have enough of an influence of someone younger to tell you why that's wrong. Sure. And you've lived this life of like my grandparents, you know. You could argue what whatever they thought was their time period of whatever they thought. Right, but Rosemary, Van Kirk. But also, I, but I'm not saying family. all generations are like yeah. that. She's 92, dude. Yeah, and yeah. she always worked. I'm not obviously there's exceptions, but I'm just saying all of her friends worked. Like she worked. Like, yes. I I have this bit right now in my new hour where I go, I'm done with people who who can say whatever racist shit they want. I thought we already did the plug. And then they go, <laughs> it never ends. And then they go, and I'll probably say this in Savannah, even Atlanta, uh, yeah. probably like around the left. And this is kind of what you can look forward to at DannyVanKirk.com. Uh, um, but uh, I do this bit where I go, they say the most racist stuff, and you get upset by it. And then someone puts their hand on your shoulder and goes, Daniel, they're from a different time. And I go, I'm done with that because right. they're, this is their time. You know how yeah. I know they're not dead yet? Yeah. Rosemary's 92, and she yes. can FaceTime me. Yes. You know why? Because yeah. she's of this time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but here's yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. point is, I'm not saying, like, we're not sitting here going, but like, I get if, this, if this person goes, 
Yeah, and anyways, my dad's 55. You're like, that's so shocking. But if somebody goes, well, no, my dad's 85. You go, that's less shocking. But do you, think yeah. that, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but do you sure, think that yeah. the country thing that Rose mentioned is because of the culture? In I a, think it, it must uh, be because yes. she's very specific about that. Right, To right. mention that specifically, he's been here most he of his life. He grew up in a culture that is very sexist, yes, but he yeah. has lived in the U.S. for most of his life now. that's a big now. point to... For her to point out. I mean, the Taliban just said, hey, actually, no, we're not going to let girls go to school. Like, that just came out, like, last week. So, depending on where you live, it can still be an insane level of sex. I have a question. Is that the same as Australia? Like, does Australia have the traditional, like, yeah, back in the 50s, the woman stayed at home and the man went into the So, it's kind of cultural amongst... Why do you keep asking her about Australia? (laughs) I don't know. She loves it there. Uh, <laughs> listen to her voice. She's obviously English. I'm the yeah. guy who doesn't like. Yeah, she's obviously the from dumbest Ireland. American. Also, pretty average. Yeah. <laughs> Vancouver, right? I'm detecting an accent. Vancouver. <laughs> she's obviously from New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but so they say. Everyone things. thinks I'm from England. You know, my name is Mary Rose. Yeah. Yeah, Rosemary. That's so cute. Yeah. That's your grandma. Rosemary. Name. She's yeah. the literally she's the like if a Hallmark card was a person. Oh really? Yeah. She's oh, yeah. Cute. Um, cute. So, but you said the mm. same same roles. The fifties sure, and sixties. Sure. No, I think that that that's that can absolutely be reflected in Australian culture as well. But 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 this sounds pretty a, a bit more severe. Unforgivable. To me. Yeah, Unforgivable. Well, that 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 they, you know, the the kind of scrutiny she's under and the sort of sort of mild abuse or it does, yes. better, I don't know like well, kind of psychological I, would say, right? I think massive abuse here. yeah I think anybody who has a child and you raise them to just go well just you'll get married and that will yeah. take care of you it's almost like one you do know that there are plenty of people who do not get married by choice or not by choice. Maybe they want to get married, but they don't. There are people even who have only ever been in this country who that is unacceptable, the idea that you would not get married. Yeah, Yeah. sure. You are so far beyond the pale. It seems so, to me it seems like, and this is why I brought this up, because I was trying to predict what the age was so that we could sort of map out, like, you know, my parents would be in their 60s right now. They were, like, my dad was definitely the type of guy who, was like whatever what is the thing now like what are we talking about now and some issues there's some issues for sure you'd have to sell them on it because some people don't want to let go of the reality that they've come to believe Mm -hmm. is how things should be Mm -hmm. my dad was a little looser about that he would listen to you and like he would um usually I, i i believe err on the right side but there are people who think that you are actively trying to change things in a way where they're like no things work when it's this way and i'm my suspicion is that this dad is wildly unaware of how harmful his sexism truly Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. in a but it it, to me it's almost so strange in a way where it's like this you're talking about your own child Mm -hmm. you're talking about your own child and making these comments around your your what do they say the grandchildren or Nieces. Yeah, nieces. so his grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. Making it in front of me like the grandchildren. It's like, I think you're you're holding on to something that is... I mean, I get this anger. You're clearly holding on to... But isn't that... The, I don't know what, but you've not allowed yourself to have a conversation with yourself. You haven't allowed yourself to have a conversation with a counterpoint. You haven't listened to anyone right. who's trying to... Also, it isn't like you have to... It's a stretch to absorb this opinion. You could watch... TV shows, movies, listen to the news, listen to social commentary. People are telling you about the the, the changing tide of most social issues if but you slightly plug yourself you, in. Rory, let me ask you, the, I think the, interest, the, the most interesting thing here is she did not 
uh, like become indoctrinated to it or like be a victim of it because she says herself, I'm an extreme feminist. Yeah. I have a job that I like and a husband who supports me, which is like such the biggest pillar of like any relationship, friendship or marriage, uh, which is such a blessing. So she's like, look, I saw it for what it was and I've lived a life that was outside of mm. those expectations mm. and that are like, like outdated uh, culture. Yeah. However, I'm still really mad about of it. Of course, it's her dad. Not, I mean, what a deep, I mean, abound. I'll do another plug, but not to do another plug, but isn't that a, isn't Rose, that, Rose, and when you get to your opinion, feel free to, isn't that a bit of your character though, even in season one of like, well, I'll just go oh, do hello. this myself. Hello. Physical, at yeah. TV plus. <laughs> um, but isn't some I of that, Sheila Rubin. Uh, cause I wouldn't call you the most supportive husband in the show. Oh yeah. And, and <laughs> you, you, you only I'm commit to your character. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, instantly you've got sideburns again. The, your beard's gone. Oh, um, Danny Rubin. But, but Danny. there's some of that, right? Where she's like, oh, this is all, I'll just do this myself. Of course. Yeah. But the, the difference with Danny and, and Sheila is that, that they think they're presenting one thing to the world that they're progressive course, and they're yeah, this yeah. and they're that. And really it's like deeply traditional roles yeah. at home behind the scenes. And, and she has a lot of anger. And she's got so much anger and she's very secretive. And she's also like put all her eggs in the basket of Danny being a success because she mm -hmm. believes in him and his intelligence. And yet he's like his own worst enemy and stuff. Mm -hmm. But but this is interesting too because whatever the strategy of her father is to keep her in these traditional roles or to belittle her, they haven't worked. Because she's just rebelled against him. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if yeah. if he's – whatever method he's tried to do, like what a what an outlier for her to be able to live her life as a feminist and have a supportive husband and work and, you know, all these yeah. things. Like despite this kind of horrible blueprint yeah. of someone you, suppre and suppressing the, and, and repressing a, her. Yeah. There's an it's intense like – She's pretty extraordinary. Yeah. And, the, and also and extraordinary – And also to still have him. In her life. Well, that's what I mean. She like, would have every right to be like, my, the, you know, the boundaries. Right. You know. I uh, think but I was going to ask you that. What do you do when you have all that anger? Do Because yeah. people go away. Well, when you're at their house, you kind of, he's allowed to say what he wants to do things. Do you go as far to go, you know what? Maybe the one or two holidays I have to be there. But honestly, if they're like, come over for dinner, I'm just going to keep going. Like, Let's go out for dinner. So that you aren't kind of in the like, under my you roof. Yeah, 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 like yeah. You, Is that yeah, an avenue to do to like you, deal you with anger? You start to set boundaries and for sure. How much uh, yeah. would you say? Let's let's go into the idea that she hasn't tried to have like a dad. Can I talk to you about the anger I have? Yes. Yeah, How many times yeah. do you do that if it falls on deaf ears? But I think you right. have to go like, Dad, I'm angry with you, and he might be so confused as mm, to why. Mm. That's kind of a wishful thinking, maybe a little bit. But yeah. like, but also there's a little bit of trauma there if you think about it. not just in the sense of like the influence, but when you talk about a parent, like even a parent that's like this and shitty there's still an unconditional love that you don't control. And I guarantee you, she still had, like, yeah. there's probably moments where he was, like, something great or he did do something loving or caring. I don't get the impression that he was, like, you know, physically abusive or such a turnoff as a yeah. person to be around. So I bet you there's a great deal of trauma there in the sense of, like, oh, I do unconditionally love this person and I don't know how to change them so that I can foster this love. Instead, I have to fight this unconditional love to be like, I know I have these feelings, but remember, this dude's a, he's being a piece of shit or he's saying these things that are fucking horrible or he really thinks this and that's not how we are. Like, I think it creates this this hard internal conflict when when it's especially when it's a parent or a family member where you don't have any control over that love you have for them there's something bo you're born into that's just almost like i don't know burnt into your soul of how mm -hmm. you feel about somebody and you can't totally change it even when they're 
fucking pieces of shit about something. And sometimes you don't have it, though. Yeah. Like, have speaking, at all. Speaking, speaking from personal experience, yeah, like, yeah. you don't have it. Like, it's right. just, it's my mom, it's my grandma, it's yeah. my grandpa, it's my aunt, uncle. Yeah. And obviously other families, too, but, like, that's the core. Yeah. And, and, and the relationship I didn't state there is one that I've never missed and I don't have. I don't think you need to brag to Laura about that. <laughs> no, but I would say that there, there's things to mend in her scenario. There's no, there's no thing, you can't, you can't mend a pair of jeans if they never existed. Like, sure. But yeah, I've always yeah, sort yeah, of been yeah, a fatherly yeah. figure to you. Yes, of course. <laughs> and I, I've asked you to keep that off mic, but if you want to bring it out, yeah, you will. People should know that I'm like kind of a giving guy. Like Can that. I also just say, rudimentary, you know, just like anytime you call a, a technical person and they go, well, is it plugged in, right? And you're like, of course it's fucking plugged in. I still, and then you look and you're like, it's not plugged in. <laughs> but I still want to just say, on a base level, just so that it is said, this is also like what therapy is very good for oh and, yeah and, and, without and, a doubt and maybe yes, maybe yeah. we're already doing that and maybe she's already addressing that with her sure, father sure. but just in the case of like he hasn't it you hear it a lot which kind of ends up makes certainly in art circles and in more liberal cities you hear it a lot like well are you going to therapy have you yes, tried therapy yeah. and it almost becomes like a hack or cliche but it doesn't change the the reason it's that is because it's so true oh yeah like absolutely if you are already this is a lot, and you are not alone. This is a lot of what therapy is great for: is talking about anger that you carry, or, or any sort of pain that you carry, yeah. and and being like, be, "Here's the deal." Some people go, "Well, I want to be able to talk to him about it." Sure, therapy could get you into a place where you know exactly how to talk to him about it, mm. exactly what to say, exactly what you're really feeling distilled yeah. down into yeah. maybe a special, right. or not special, but an unfortunate moment or uh, a time of trauma to where you go, oh, yeah. I don't want to just yell at my dad. Yeah. I really want to talk about that fifth birthday yeah. when I remember him promising me he was going to be there and he wasn't. And I never, every birthday after that was me doubting if he'd be there and a lot of them he wasn't. So mm -hmm. now you know mm. what you want to say from. to a person yeah. Yeah, when yeah. you go, I'm mad. Because the worst is, you, you guys deal with this with the, your children, I'm sure. I'm upset. About what? And they don't have, like, they can't express it of to course, you. And that's yeah. a child. But even as an adult, you, you want to be able to, like, have your stuff lined up so that if you do find that it would be healthy to talk to your father about all of your anger, you are coming at it from a place of, like, clearly being able to state it, which not yeah. only is good for you, but might be very good for them and oh, yeah. potentially gives you the greatest possible outcome because you've put it so well mm -hmm. exactly what you need here, mm -hmm. exactly what you want to say, and yeah. exactly where you were hurt. Yeah. She's very specific about the anger thing, though. It's not like even repairing the relationship. It's just like, I am so angry. Yeah, and what, what do you do, do with I it, do right? Is that what because it was? That is, it is a toxic thing to carry around. And it's like, how, yeah. do you, how does one do that? And you're right, I think therapy gives and great I, I, ways to articulate that yeah. and to, to understand it and to I think that and the be one allowed thing I, to be angry at them as the well. The one thing, and it might be near the final thing for me that I would say is, do you have any advice for letting go of anger about how you grew up and I would say it's therapy, which I just said. But what I'll add to that is it's understanding that your letting go of the anger may never come along with that person telling Changing. you they're sorry. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that, that yeah. Your, your letting go will, will start with you and end with you. And yeah. there will be no, like, you're right and I, I apologize. Yeah, or yeah. I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to change, but I do see what and, I and did. Can like, I say a point? Even if she did get that the anger might not go away because it's in the blueprint of her right. growing up right. and it's the blueprint of what, you know, so it's, it's so about. So that, that, even if you do get the apology, yeah. 
you still feel the way you feel and sometimes. sometimes yeah. so it's with grief or loss or uh, anger or whatever yeah. might take a person to therapy, you maybe don't feel like you're getting any close to closure to letting it go. Mm. But at least once a week or once a month yeah, or once yeah, every two yeah, months, you yeah. have a place to put it. Exactly. Where yeah. It, yeah, yeah, I am yeah, releasing yeah, yeah, yeah. this yeah, steam valve yeah. to go, Absolutely. that made me so much mad. And now yeah. it's not coming out at work. Or, mm. And not that it is mm. here in the scenario, but mm. at right. least it gives you a place to put it, even if you aren't at that moment being able to let it go. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, I we had uh, a guest on, Chris Garcia, a friend of ours, not that long ago. And he said something that I've thought about so much since then is that our children are not extensions of us. They are human beings having their own unique experience mm -hmm. as themselves in their lives, regardless of the fact that we share DNA, regardless of the fact that there's little ticks that have clearly been passed on or interests or whatever, they are their own selves. And I think you have to remember that the other direction as well, that just because, you know, and it, I think by all accounts, I'm probably fine saying this, just because your dad is a piece of shit. Like, you don't like him. You think he's a piece of shit. And you're saying, look, this is how he treated us. And I also just reminded what myself. Like, from reading you know, it, like, I was really with you guys until you called my dad a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, you don't shit. talk to him like that. He's a good man. Like, I okay, talk. <laughs> you, you roped us in real right. good. Yeah. But, you know, basically saying he wasn't a, a parent yeah, yeah. to the sisters and I. And I, when I was talking about the trauma and the unconditional love, like, you know, but if, if he wasn't ever present as that person, he wasn't that pillar that, you know, that, Daniel is also saying, you know, the father, which is also you know, so important. Um, you know, I think you have to remember it isn't it's it isn't your responsibility to repair this situation. It's not your responsibility to repair that person. And I think a great starting point is reminding yourself you are your own person, having your own unique experience, and try to see what you do have. What is your relationship like with your sisters? What is it like with your nieces? What is it like with your mother? What is it like with other members of your family and don't give yourself the responsibility of having to change uh, your dad because he's maybe just not who you want him to be. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm not, you know, not to defend him. Maybe you're not who he wants you to be. Sure. Maybe, maybe it's just not Which in the boy. stars. It's yeah, just yeah. not in the stars. It's just yeah. not in the universe that you're meant to have this relationship that you, you do want to have. I think therapy, no matter what, even if you think you're in the best shape ever and you have great relationships, I think therapy is a great option to have. And I think that um, potentially, uh, you know, look at the, the the positive that you do have and try to release yourself of the responsibility of saying, well, I want my dad to be this person. Right. You know, sometimes it's not. And if you do think there is something that you need to say to your dad, then I think you go to go to therapy or really consult with yourself, dig deep and figure out what it is you want to say and how you want to say it and let them know what is wrong. Because I say that because maybe maybe you wake somebody up. Maybe your dad goes, fuck. Or I maybe your dad looks at you and goes, you know who hates me more than you? Me. me. And you go, all right, then this is day one. Let's fucking also Rory. Stop degrading women. Stop making sexist yeah. comments. Stop talking like this in front of your nieces. Stop setting a standard that's unrealistic and start to live in the modern, real fucking world and have compassion for your family members right. who are women. It sounds like there's a lot of women <laughs> right. in his life. Like there should be enough there to go, huh? I'm not paying attention. I'm just not paying. I'm refusing to listen. Right. Also, Rory. To uh, out you, but not really, because you've outed dude, yourself. Out me, dude. Uh, you're speaking as a person who knows. Your thing wasn't anger. Yeah. But you, there were a lot of conversations that you thought might have been awkward. That you're like, 
Well, I can't fucking say that to my dad anymore. Yeah, of course. And, and I think I think it's important to go when you, you talk about that publicly. It. But it's you you're you're speaking from firsthand experience. Yes. Of like you yes. don't you might not know the answer you're gonna get. It might be kind of a weird conversation. But as somebody who's on the other side of it, I know what it feels like to never get to have that conversation. Yes. yes. And I, but and also don't don't feel like you are owed or your dad is owed or not owed any kind of a conversation. It is what it is. But if if you are writing this letter and you do. Laura, if you do feel like there is a, some part of you that's like, I don't know, I kind of want to express myself and say something, I think it is worth doing it under the acceptance that you may not get what you want mm -hmm. out of it, good or bad. Yeah. Things might stay exactly the same. Or you might hear someone get really angry and tell you shit that makes you even more upset. But that's just reality. There's reactions to every action. So, um, yeah. yeah, good luck. I, I, yeah. I got to say, it's a tough... It is. It's, it's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah. But. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're in it. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, if you have yeah. that conversation, we would love to hear it because yeah. we care. We're record, not professionals, the but we care. We're we not professionals, professional, just to be clear, no one here. Is right. a we do mean record the conversation on your phone so we can oh, play yeah, it. Oh, yeah. That. That'll be a whole episode. We'll just hit play. We'll, we'll just play yeah. the theme song. And then we will back up. We will back up. You have We will sing along to the theme song and then play a very dramatic. I'll come back. Yeah, we'll have Rose talk afterwards and she'll do a postmortem of like what everybody just heard and how she feels about it. This is on today's very special pen pals <laughs> yeah um, thank you so much for, for uh yes. trusting us with this we hope everything works out for you and most importantly we wish you well sincerely your pen pals daniel van scoville rory van kirk and mary rose Byrne. love it <laughs> pen pals is produced by Lisa rubin and engineered and mixed by chad bashard our artwork was created by jeffrey tice and our theme music is by patrick keenan of the winter sounds you can follow pen pals on twitter and instagram at the pen pals pod you can see all of that content thanks to caitlin bordini who runs our social media head to youtube.com slash daniel van kirk comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash pen pals for only five dollars you can listen to a follow-up letter every week and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming pen pals news but the easiest way to support the show is to rate review and subscribe on itunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots hashtag grow the show This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. 
That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.